But uh, dogs are ruining my life. Are they? Emily's taking cute pictures with them right now. But dog, dogs are ruining my life. It's not fair. Look at her. A little Miss Pickle. It's She's sad. adorable. Uh, first and foremost today, I guess since everyone's here right now, we can kind of recap. Hey, uh, we had a very important meeting today. And what's what's a standout note from the meeting for you guys? Emily, Matt, Spencer, anything uh, exciting happen? I liked when they said that you should talk less. Yeah. Uh, okay. They're like, let Emily talk more. Okay, Emily. So, sorry, Pickle is trying now, to this, talk in the mic. The biggest standout was having a, a consultant there, uh, Lawless, uh, who's our program director. Our, All yep. four of us. And in the middle of it, your two dogs got into a knockdown, drag-out fight. Dude, it was brutal. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've never, ever yeah. heard that happen between Mr. President and Pickle. And P is already a baby. If you barely touch him, he'll squeal and cry. Yeah. Thought <laughs> he, he was can't, murdered. He can't breathe correctly. But now his eyes all red and his snout is, is wounded. And I don't know why they attacked each other. And that made me depressed. Now, I grew up in a house where so people, that's, were, that's people ruining got divorced. My so that was a lot of PTSD for me. I was like, <laughs> well, oh, this is yeah. my mom. I just shut fighting. down. <laughs> Yeah. But, but so that's happening, and I'm like, this. it really made me sad that my two dogs got in a massive fight, and I text my fiance, and she's like, well, how about, and we're kind of going back and forth, and she goes, Dan, that makes me worried about having the little one this weekend, because Lisa's mom has a designer dog that everyone has right now, the freaking Labradoodles, oh, and this dog oh, doesn't yeah. know boundaries. Pickle is very good at at taming other dogs, even bigger and stronger than her. So we have a Labradoodle. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to suck. I'm like, oh, by the way, just so you know, uh, I'm going camping. This I took this weekend off to go camping Friday and Saturday because I have uh, not some psilocybin, but some 4ACO, which is a psilocybin extract. It's chemically created in a lab. It's technically not illegal yet. So this is some high-level, potent, psychonaut experimenting Yay. fun. Synthesized. I've got a camping <laughs> well, spot. I've why got not my go gear. Out in the middle of nowhere where there's no medical attention. <laughs> yeah, alone too. You don't even yeah. have a babysitter. Girl, I already looked at what prescription drugs you got to not take. I'm on top of this. Okay. Where was okay. I? Because as soon as I mentioned that, which I should have waited, the strategic thing to do is bring up my camping trip a couple days later, not right after she's worried about our dog Pickle attacking <laughs> yes. her mom's yeah. designer Labradoodle. And she goes, no, I need your help with this. I can't. So now the dogs have ruined my camping trip. What? They've ruined my day. I can't go camping. because Oh, I have wow. To- it turns out you've been saying it for years and I haven't believed you. But having a dog really is like having a kid. <laughs> See, yeah. Thanks a lot, dogs. Time to grow those bones. That's right. Today is National Milk Day, so it does a body good. Get that calcium, grow your bones strong. And, Yay. of course, as the marketing gurus back in the day said, they turned milk into a big thing by saying it does a body good. Yeah. Does this include uh, almond milk? No, cow milk. Spencer, Soy milk? You, you hippie piece of crap lib turd. Wow. Only the good old-fashioned milk. And we could go into why uh, January 11th commemorates Milk Day and the first glass delivery bottles, pasteurization, all the history of it. But instead... We're going to talk about some C.J. Morgan Glory Day history. Oh, milk. Because one of my most exciting days that I got in probably the most trouble on the radio happens to coincide with this day in history, National Milk Day. You see, before I was a famous Austin radio DJ, I was a more famous community college radio DJ. Oh, they got community college radio? Dude, FM 90 up in Amarillo was great. Really? That's awesome. Most community colleges are about 6,000 watts. I think 101X is about 89,000 watts. We were a 100,000-watt station what? in the panhandle what? Uh, because we were also teamed with the TV, the PBS station. So okay. 100,000 watts. So we have full mega power on a high plateau. And on top of that, we were one of the first uh, radio stations to stream nationally. And I had a morning show called Benny and Theo in the Morning. And, of course, oh. we did every shock jock thing possible. Bikini girls in studio. Ooh, were you Benny or Theo? I was, I was Benny. 
Okay. Um, I don't know why Benny Guzman was my pseudonym back in the day. Why don't you let's just go by Casey or something? I don't know. Uh, Casey James. Yeah, CJ. It's perfect for the radio. I don't know. Yeah, all right. Go on, man. This is back in your youthful days. But we, uh, leading up to Milk Day, I don't know how it came up, but we uh, were talking about the, and again, this is before like internet's heavy where you see a ton of YouTube videos and you could prove stuff, but the the rage became, can you drink a gallon of milk in an hour? And we were like, no, you can't, you can't, or yes, you can. And it became this big thing. So later that week, we had a thing called, I forget the name of it, but uh, the junior college would always do festivals because we had a giant park where we could do all these fun things. So we have like a lot of band. You have all the little, it's the first of the semester. So you have all the booths through the different clubs. It's free. It's fun. So we decided as part of the radio station, we're going to do a live event off to the side where we're going to see if anyone can grab a gallon of milk and chug it in an mm, hour. Sounds safe. Spoiler alert, no one could. No. At all. Mm. And people were vomiting. People were yes. running and doing circles. The only problem was is it was hot that day, even in January. And the stench of rotting milk and vomit from all the dumb radio idiots that listened to that show overpowered the event itself. Because we started early in the morning because we were a morning show and kind of kept it going with the event. We didn't really tell our program. We're just like, hey, we're going to broadcast live during this event. (laughs) Uh, Didn't really explain what we were doing. And we even got called in and in trouble with the crusty old Dean. The only time I got in more trouble than this is when we did a bit involving pepper spray uh, where they had to abandon a building. Well, no, the squirt gun death matches got us in. A lot got us in. The parking incident where I got towed. But yeah, National Milk Day, congratulations. You cannot chug a gallon of milk in an hour. It gets too warm. It breaks down in your stomach. It's impossible, and it'll get you suspended from school. Wow, what a story, man. Uh, Let's talk about the day, though. Is that cool? Do you know how to celebrate Milk Day? Uh, Yeah, drink milk. Duh. Well, never mind. Idiot. Are those TikTok life hacks that you're watching actually just fetish videos? Let's see if you're a freak or not. And now it's time for Emily's Social Cues. I'm going to say yes, Social Cues with Emily, if it's on the internet. We bring it to the radio, and we've just found another way to secretly sexualize everything, haven't we? Yes, we're selling sex to them all. Uh, Yeah, so if you have not seen it, TikTok is notorious for a lot of different videos, including life hack videos, where it's like, Life hack, if you do this thing, then your life will be easier, but then it's actually never easier. It's like, right. life hack, you know, if you crack an egg in a chip bag and then put it in the microwave, it'll make a tasty treat, and it's like, no, it won't. Yeah, I've started seeing... Also, it'll explode your microwave. I've started right. seeing a DIY, do-it-yourself oh, TikTok yeah. uh, memes that are like, I did all DIY TikTok, and now my house sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Dude, I saw someone try to cook chicken, like, like leg, like in a... In a Ew. Waffle iron. Ew. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, like, these. It's not fully cooked. They're completely going crazy. And and there's actually a woman on TikTok. Uh, her she goes by Lena Ray, and she has found that there is a lot of these quote unquote life hacks that actually look a little suspicious. I'll play a clip for you real fast. Sus, as the kids say. It's it's so sus. The Spanish content. Let's find out. <laughs> So she's just push it right into the top of the cake like shoving that. Shoving a vase into okay, a Okay, already I'm looking at that hand there. That's posed. That's painted. That's on purpose. And she's kind of grabbing the vase in a weird way and pouring icing into oh the vase goodness. on top of the cake. Yeah. You have to listen to them a little bit too and watch that hand. See what that hand's doing? She's lifting it up. That's on purpose. So, yeah, she goes through and she talks about all the different weird things that are happening and this it's crazy because the whole video is this lady putting a vase on top of a cake filling the the vase with icing sprinkles everything and the intention is for her to lift up the vase so the bottom will spill out and then it'll all spill on top of the cake to quote unquote decorate the cake but she's doing it sensually but she kind of like places her hand like a model she moves her hand up and down the vase and the other thing that makes this totally fetish content is it's six parts 
this video takes six parts to actually watch her finally, and it's it's kind it's of like the edging weird. thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. is she going to lift it up? Oh, she's not. What and color then, is the icing, too? Is it a... It's like different colors. It's oh. like blue and green and pink, but she's okay. wearing, for some reason, a wedding dress and a veil, and you can... <laughs> Hell yeah. And her okay. partner that's, is filming it. I'm on your side now. And so you can... It, it kind of <laughs> looks... Weird. It kind of looks... Uh, See, I'm, I'm an innocent little child. It looks like amateur stuff, if that makes sense, because yeah. the guy's filming it. You can hear him in the background directing her, be like, oh, move that sprinkle over a little bit. She's like, oh, right here? Yeah, okay, I'll put it over here. But it's six videos to if- watch this lady put stupid icing on a yeah, cake. Yeah, that's, that's one of the two things. One of them's a long-running one, but uh, two things that really frustrate me with TikTok and internet videos, and I don't know why they're so popular. Obviously, someone's figured out how to trick the algo. Oh, yeah. But the multiple-part ones to get something done, because right. there are mm-hmm. things interesting, um, like DIY stuff I like. Sure. Uh, but there's also magician things, and it's like, oh, I just want to figure out the end. Yeah. yeah but yeah, they yeah. really drag it out, and I see there's a purpose for that. It's to get more people watching more videos. Oh, yeah. The other thing I hate is when there's a viral or a good TikTok, but then suddenly in the lower half or on the side, there's some guy with headphones on, and he's got his headphones. Oh, and he's reacting to it. He's not yeah. doing a goddamn thing to yeah. bring any interesting content. And it's not like, I get it when it's like reaction videos, such as Two Girls, One Cup, where it's so bizarre and over the top, and sure. it's like yeah. gonna invoke an insane reaction. But when it's just someone smiling and snickering, it's like, you're being lazy. Yeah. You're piggybacking off content and stealing yeah. it for yourself and not contributing a goddamn thing. Thing. No, it yeah. pisses me off. Still, oh, it makes me so mad too. Still getting views. And yeah, and that's the whole point is all they want is it to make views. So this uh another example was on five minute crafts, which five minute crafts, it started off actually trying to be a crafting channel, and then it seems like it, it's definitely filmed in a different country. Yeah. And they just have like all of these random like actors that just do the most wild this things. Is, this is the thing I super hate well produced. About the monetization of videos and like things like that online, like YouTube, TikTok, things like that, social media, is that, that these companies that have money and funding will start up like a little business essentially. Oh yeah. And start taking views from genuine creators that because are online they, with their own the content. Shock value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either shock value or they'll put out crappy little one, two minute long how to videos yep. that aren't even that good yeah this whole video starts off it's it's how to make a pizza and it starts (laughs) off with some girl's butt in jeans and like short jeans and she takes the flour and she slams it on her butt and she rubs it we don't call it butts on the radio we call it the word you hate heinies booties no Dumpers. Dumpies. I like Heine, though. My mom I want to dumpy that. these videos. So my mom. Uh, okay, but give yeah, us a... That, Emily, that one's very clearly so, yeah, Oh, yeah, sexualized. and she shoves, her, she shoves her feet in the tomatoes and starts oh, crushing gross. the tomatoes so that she can make a tomato sauce, and then she takes the tomato sauce and, like, dips her finger in it and licks it and then pours it on the pizza. And this is five-minute cra- five crafts. Will yeah. you start sending these to me so I can recreate them, but with my hairy, That gross, would actually be hilarious. Snaggletooth toenails. Yeah. Five minutes crafts is verified on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. And I do five minute crafts. Because they probably have like 12 million subscribers, get millions of views because just they're on just Twitter cranking alone, it alone. They have 85.1K followers. Wow. Oh. That and that's the kind of content they yeah. make. Anyways, totally, totally fetish content. Um, yeah, definitely share these it? with me and CJ. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You into it? Should we start doing these? We could quit our jobs here and make these and make a ton Oof. more money. We could. No. No? No. I tried. Try harder. Okay, thank you. I was Vine, fa- I was Vine famous once. Okay. okay. <laughs> the superior baked potato. For all of you waiting in the line to snag your kids from school, it's the Parent Pickup with Matt Bearden. And really quick, if you want to text in and get a little shout-out later on in the show, 835-1015, feel free to have us embarrass your kid or whatnot. But back to baked potatoes. Yeah, uh, Parent Pickup is generally, you know, information we think might be uh, informative or at least interesting to parents waiting in the pickup line. But uh, I like to include all of our listeners. Yeah, doggo daddies like me. Uh I will tell you that when you have a busy two working household, two working parents, uh, one working parent, um, three working parents, let's not judge any, uh, all all families are valid, 
Uh, but when you got kids running around and you're exhausted at the end of the day, a baked potato it's turned mm. out to be a pretty reliable go-to dinner around my house. Super easy to do. Well, you can throw them in an oven. A little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, wrap Walk them in with, foil, well, and it's funny because you bring that up because... How do you cook your baked potatoes? We've been having a lot of debate around my household. There's different things that the kids like. And I found an article about the ultimate and really the scientifically approved way to dress your baked potato. Really? I was going to say a twice-baked potato is great, but that is not efficient or quick for a family meal. But give it to us, the best baked potato. Well, I'm going to ask you, you. You say you like to put olive oil, salt, wrap it in foil? Yes, uh, because usually if I do a baked potato, it usually means I'm making a steak. Right. And my focus is on the charcoal, the grill, and the steak. Um, So the baked potato I like to be as easy as possible. So I don't even boil it before. Some people do that. I poke holes in it with a fork. Right. Olive oil, coat it in salt and pepper, wrap it up, throw it in the oven for 45 minutes to an hour. Something similar with you, Spencer? Uh, yeah, just, okay. I, I would just coat it in just some salts and stuff. It's pretty simple. But. First thing I'm going to tell you is get rid of that foil. You should never have the foil in there because now you're not baking it. You're steaming a potato. It's just a say, completely like different I, product at that point. Okay, yeah, just let uh, olive oil drip on your stove and smoke. It, it, you must be putting too much olive oil on. You can. Bear, the other thing is you don't have to put any olive oil whatsoever. You wash it, and just the water and salt on the right will make it nice it, and it, crisp. Anyway, let's get into out. the good details. Uh, everybody knows it, that in this country, anyway... You, a baked potato has uh, butter, mm. cheese, sometimes sour cream, sour cream, bacon bits, bacon bits, or bacon and chive, and that's how we won the war, right? That's right. That Take is how that, we krauts. That's right. It's how we overcame the Germans and uh, by having great baked potatoes. The biggest thing is that most people put in butter, and then they put in sour cream. Yeah. Put in a little cheese, maybe some bacon. Uh, experts say you're doing it all wrong. Why? The, they, the cheese and the butter, bo- they want to go together. First of all, the cheese won't melt up on top. But oh, the no. cheese and butter together yeah. will actually form, uh, they go together somehow under the heat. It makes it cheesy and all. Yeah, they yeah, make yeah, themselves yeah. an actual kind of concoction. Yeah. And they say, hey, then take you, mix it around in there. Yeah, dude, before that's you start absolutely. Topping. That well, way you I've get always good- done that because I've always you know, got the crappy shredded cheese or something, and it takes forever to melt. So you plop that in there first. It's got all the heat coming out. It just melts. It's just delightful. On that note, when you cut into a baked potato, do you use a knife? Usually, yeah. I do. Stop. Okay. Are you saying fork it? Fork. To mash it in. I've done that before. What happens is when you cut with a knife, you make a very slick surface. Uh, You throw any butter in there. It runs right down to that (laughs) little valley, the butter valley, which, by the way, is a delicious place to live. But uh, when you use a fork, you're actually going to tangle up the insides already. Take the two butt ends, shove them together. Now that thing opens up a little mouth for you, Mm. and it's ready to go. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so cheese goes before the sour cream. Awesome. I got to tell you, though. I love this. I don't know why. Over the years, I've learned no butter, no cheese. What? Really? I have been going with... Sour cream? I go salt right onto uh, whatever I'm talking about. (laughs) Yogurt. Tater. Uh, yogurt or sour cream and a little bit of chive. And I guarantee you, you will not miss butter or cheese. Okay. You won't even notice they're gone. I'm going to try in that fact, out. sometimes if you bake the potato, like I said, without wrapping it in foil, something happens with the skin. I love that part. Yeah. Comes through. Sands foil. And then just a little bit of uh, salt on it. Just even that. Like eating a chip. Yeah. Tastes like it has butter on it for that, some reason. That's what's frustrating about people. Uh, Emily just held up a sign that said ranch with all caps. She, uh, she look, took her Emily, time to type yeah, that. That's, that's, that's for uh, She's potato a ranch girl. Uh, I, will, I will say that people that don't eat the crispy potato, even with salmon too, the skin of the salmon is made to be eaten. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, because that's where uh, enough of the fattiness, the oil, the crispness is. Same thing on the potato. I don't get people that don't eat the the skin. It is the well, if best it's, part. Well, if it's prepared wrong, then it's like chewy or it can, and, and or tastes stuff, like dirt so, too. Yeah, if yeah. you don't wash it enough. Also, you don't have an American kid if you think you don't understand why somebody doesn't eat fish skin. Uh, if I try to get my kids to eat the fish skin, it's just not going to happen. Okay? No, so okay. good it texture is, too. So. The other thing I'll tell you is uh, take a potato and it is baked at around forty five minutes. Run it to an hour and a half. No wrap on it. I'm telling you right now, it is amazing. The screen gets the screen gets thick, mm, yeah, and it like is that. good. But it's a great way. You can come up at the end of the day. You throw those in, Damn then while you're helping the kids with homework and all that other stuff, they're just cooking on their own. Then they're ready to go. 
And uh, I don't know if it's a complete meal or if it's even healthy. You throw some bacon damn on it. Oh, yeah. it, is a, <laughs> it is a meal at our house. You could do what the Russian army's always done. And if your kids are real hungry and you're running low on potatoes, uh, mix it up. Make sure it tastes good with sour cream and stuff. But uh, add a little bit of sawdust yeah, in it. Yeah. Sawdust filler will, will fill a stomach. Love it. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. Popeyes is once again changing the game, and no, has nothing to do with chicken. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Popeyes, inventor of the chicken sandwich. Well, let's be real, it was good. Great marketing gimmick, though. Completely yeah. cut the supply, the demand went through the roof. Everyone had to try it on a... On a radio thread, you know, we had that Facebook group, right. uh, radio peeps, a bunch of radio people across the country. A bunch of losers like I, us. I remember one day making a comment because people are always suggesting things that you should be doing. I said, right. why don't any shows live stream or TikTok them trying the new Popeye's chicken sandwich? Oh, so you're trolling a little bit. I was making, because that's literally what everyone was doing. And people yeah. like, well, we're trying to get it. And like, yeah, we did it actually. And I was... Leaning in that, but it's uh, funny how these people there are different takes and ideas on how to do radio. My favorite is people that don't like when you use the word some. Oh, here's some Metallica for you. Or just don't use that word. And it's the whole, you know, idea of being brief and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not playing you all of Metallica's library. I don't even like playing front, you some Metallica. I don't like front selling and back selling, period, unless it's right, a new unless song. It's new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that becomes such it's a just funny how opinionated uh, individually even a lot of us are. Anyway, yeah, tell me more about chicken. I don't want to. I want to talk radio and how everyone's okay. doing it wrong. Yeah, let's talk about. Ugh. No, this is about CJ's fat. And man, I want to fat something up. Popeyes is welcoming back some delicious desserts that look incredible. Blueberry lemon cream cheese fried pie. What in the F? It is a fried pie. Think a no, hot I pocket know. or a fried pie, whatever. And the outside looks like it has a cinnamon sugar coating. Inside, cream cheese mm-hmm. and blueberry. Uh, well, it's uh, lemon cream cheese, but looks eh, absolutely sounds delicious, incredible. Yum. On top of that, how about a strawberry cheesecake cup? That's right. Popeyes is getting Our, into the dessert game with this limited edition return of these two fan favorite sweets. Uh, you can have them at participating Popeyes uh, now until it's over. Well, actually, not now. As a matter of fact, it's they're just doing participating locations for a oh, limited okay, time. Okay, okay. They're testing. Still it. in the test run, and then we might get it at the Popeyes here. I was going to ask, because like, are we about to see a renaissance for good old Popeyes in a similar vein to Domino's? Now, no one ever put Popeyes as low as Domino's used to be, where it was just sort of a crappy pizza joint over a decade ago or so. But then they really revamped and they did their marketing and upgraded their pizzas There's and stuff. There's a fast food pizza place. Like Popeyes, they, they out pizzaed the hut. Yeah, they kicked Papa John's to the curb. Yeah, they are, yeah, they yeah. Are the big. So I'm, I'm curious. Do you think? There's going to be a little bit, a little bit of a rebirth for maybe a Popeyes, where people just sort of put it aside. Such so another chicken joint. Oh, they have that badass Listen, chicken sandwich. Now they have all these badass desserts potentially. I, th- I think they're already there for so many reasons. Now Church's Chicken uh, is still my favorite chicken place. Yeah, but I would say KFC's taken a step back, and they KFC have has. been going downhill for a while. The go-to chicken joint for your family, whatever, it, it's Popeyes. Yeah, they have the best sides. They Absolutely. have the best selection of sides. Their chicken is is good and delicious. I think they're already the they're already the top dog. I think dog. you're right. I think yeah. Thank you, CJ. Yeah, you're you're very welcome. When it comes to to, I mean, I would say the big three. I know there are others, but uh, Church's, Popeyes, and KFC are the big three chicken joints, and they are hands down number one. And adding these weird, amazing, delicious. Maybe it's because I haven't eaten today. Yeah. But looking at this picture, they look good. And I know they're not going to turn out that well, but like no. a deep <laughs> deep fried cream cheese and blueberry. Mm. Ugh. And you've been warming up your pies recently, so this will be good, perfect, just I have. for you. I've, I've been a hot pie my. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do, even when you're not supposed to heat it up. I do tres leches. And this one's already full of cream. Man, and a, a microwaved tres leches will, if you're ready for bed, you are. Yeah. You're, it, get, <laughs> you got that warm milk cream, in your tummy. Uh-huh, uh-huh, you're ready to, to hit the sack. Your fridge might kill you, or it won't. Damn, that is scary. It's Emily Explains It All, and as a kid, 
They always told you when you're playing in the junkyard. Did you ever play in junkyards as a kid? No, CJ. Okay, I have very, never I, played I in the junkyard. I guess that's a very CJ thing. Maybe even Matt little, did that. But playing a little quarry once. It was abandoned. That was it, fun. Say, oh, huh. dude, we had, we had one that's still in my old uh, hometown called the Cliffs. Yeah. That's an abandoned quarry, and it was the awesome. same thing. But we would hike through the creek to get there. Oh my uh, God. Anyhow, adventures. No, uh, I just played video games. You were always all day told in my to room. never hide in a refrigerator, <laughs> never crawl in an old refrigerator because you, you'll get trapped. You get lost in there, and, and it doesn't take long to suffocate. No way. Yeah, yeah. I Could didn't like know that. Two or three few minutes. Like, I guess there isn't really a way to push yourself out of it, huh? No. Nope, what about the new strapped. ones these days? Uh, I'm sure there's method. Like they've probably got. Like in the back of trunks where it says, like, pull this tab and you can get out of the trunk. Yeah, but the old school ones, they used to latch shut and it didn't have a Well, it wasn't just the latch, but the seal would. Yeah. And it it was just hard to get out. Oh, my gosh. And it didn't take you long enough room to really get enough. Anyway, it's. So it's killing you. Yeah, you're making this Emily Explains at all a lot spookier than I intended it to be, but I kind of like that. Yeah, your refrigeration. Did somebody say spooky? Yep. So how is your refrigerator, because they're all smart now, yeah. has it become sentient? Uh, is it self-aware? Is it, well, I don't know, the ones that are connected to Siri, I, I don't trust those. I've seen Smart House, and I know how that one ends up. Um, but I'm talking more about the things you put in your refrigerator. Oh, okay, Not okay. your refrigerator itself. So Go refrigeration on. as a concept, not as a thing. Anyways, let me explain. So one of the first, (laughs) I love this story because one of the first times that I ever realized what it truly meant to be an adult uh, was I was in college and I was living off of Riverside with two of my roommates and I figured out how to make pizza for the first time. I had never made my own homemade pizza, pizza dough, things like that. Oh, you did the whole thing? I did uh, the whole thing. And I, did you toss it and catch it? I did. And so like, fun. and so it was a fun thing to do with my, my roommates is we would be like, okay, we're hungry. This is cheaper than actually buying a pizza. Let's yeah. make our own pizza, put it together. Made for a great Valentine's date I did once with a lady. We made a pizza together. It's the most. Some drinks, watched the movie. So Entertaining, right? Uh huh. It's great until you get diarrhea and you're up all night and you think you're going to die. And that's what happened to me Um, because I made this pizza and I remember going to uh, the pantry. I found the pizza sauce. I opened it up. I was like, hmm, this smells a little funky. You know, but that it's just pizza sauce. Like that that doesn't go bad. It's just tomatoes. <laughs> wow. Sounds Remember, like Emily's ignorance is gonna kill you. I was like nineteen <laughs> the, okay. at the time. I had just moved out of my parents' yeah. house. I had no concept of what life actually was. And so You're I like, put, what even are tomatoes? Are they yeah, real? Like, I was like people can tomatoes. They're outside and all stuff. the time. Like, yeah, they're outside in the heat. It doesn't matter. Uh, I put it all over my pizza, and yes, spoiler alert, I was up all night. I really really thought I was going to die for a second. Um, And that was my first realization that, wow, the things that I do can actually kill me because Mm -hmm. I had been a child under the supervision of my parents. You almost killed me once that I just remembered. Hmm. Can I sidebar this? Yeah, go for it. Uh, As a young child, I had these tubes from a blowgun where you like shoot little darts. Uh, But anyhow, I was taking, I had balloons that I'd put vinegar in, and I was blowing uh, baking soda into it or baking powder, and then I'd close them, and then the balloons would expand and then yeah. pop. Yeah. Uh, and the one time when I went to blow into one, I took a breath, and then the balloon went, <gasps> and it shot all the baking powder down my throat, and I couldn't breathe. Oh, my gosh. And before I passed out, I managed to army crawl to the water hose outside and just put it down my throat, and it went, and it shot it all out of my lungs. That explains a lot about you, CJ. That I was always ever inventive with new weapons for my club. played in junkyards and that you almost... So you put water in your lungs. Yeah, instead of baking soda. Well, the pressure of the water shot out the stuff. So yeah, now I just have pneumonia lungs. Uh, Okay, I was just worried for a second. But yes, that was the first time that I realized... Oh, there are suppo- consequences to eating there, rotten there, food. There are consequences <laughs> to my action that could lead to my death, and yeah. that includes refrigeration. Because and how does this apply? Yeah, how does this apply to refrigeration? We'll come back on Emily explains it all and find out how your refrigerator could kill you, or it won't. It, it will. <laughs> or it can't. If you don't listen, it'll kill you. We're trying to be like the news. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry.
Emily explains it all, how your refrigerator could kill you. It can happen. It's happened before. Like, it's refrigerators are coming across the border and killing people. <laughs> um, that's, I guess, what another news site is telling people. But sure. this is not that news site. I am telling you that you're supposed to refrigerate your tomato sauce. That that's that almost killed me when yeah. I was in college. Yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah. If you heard earlier, uh, I was in college. I was making pizzas for my friends. Took some jar of tomato sauce from our community shelf, Oof. used it, and realized that it had been previously opened and See, used. that's it. I was going to say you don't refrigerate it if it's already, if it's sealed and closed. I didn't realize not that. Not only should you not refrigerate it, but once you open something like that, you should use it all. You should, yeah, you Even need to the use it in the next seven days. Help. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. So that was the first example of, oh my gosh, refrigeration is actually really important. How do they do it back in the day with the, with the big ice cube and they like shove it in there every oh, single yeah. day. Yeah, they would, uh, they no would, wonder well, people that was old fridge before that they would dig pits and they had ices, but in really olden times, everything was salted and preserved. You yeah. Know, like packed, jerky. Packed real tight into barrels. And yeah. It was awful. Yeah. And, awful. And so that's Ugh. one thing that I never expected to have to go through as somebody who is in their early to mid twenties is learning about the things that should be refrigerated, should be frozen and should be kept on the shelf. That is such a stupid thing to admit, but I did not know that if you throw anything in the freezer, according to my mother, if you throw anything in the freezer, it'll last forever. Kind of. That's uh, not true. It's it, kind it of. Ends up, there's free, uh, it could freezer burn. Freezer burn. There, all there's a term of the for other it for a reason. The, some factors. of the proteins and meats will also break down, especially when thawing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, you know, whatever. I mean, it doesn't taste the best, but if I throw some soup in there, I can use it in the next, what, like three months, right? They even long, Yeah, soup long, yeah, even longer. If you vacuum seal stuff, sure. And I know this because I'm an apocalypse hoarder. Like, I freeze meats to be like, oh, well, if an apocalypse happens, I've got Dude. 30 pounds of ground beef in my fridge. Can you yeah. imagine if the apocalypse does happen and after three weeks you're out of Parmesan cheese? What are you going to do? Not eat. Not eat. <laughs> what do you put on but top I'm of your turn meal? Banditry. I will finally poop. <laughs> so oh there is God. that. Um, I've also. Another cool thing about refrigeration. So what, cool. a, what, a, what a weird sentence Radical. to be like, I'm so interested in re- refrigeration, but it is it is the little things that you learn in life. Um, bread in the freezer, that is the best thing. I have a I have a whole loaf of bread in the freezer here at the office. If you ever I need made, some bread. I made that and I eat some uh, bread the other day that was in the fridge for about a year. Ew. Didn't what? hold up. Yeah, but no, it was the no. weirdest thing, Emily. It was like stale and wet. It was it made me very uncomfortable. It was stale and wet, and, and it was bonky, so you could hit it and it'd go. Interesting. Bonky. No, I I use uh, it's called Ezekiel bread. It's, oh yeah, good yeah. old Christian bread. It's yeah, the good, it's good old though. Christian bread. All the grains, all yeah. of the things that make you make you go number two. But you can shove it in the freezer, and if you're like me and you practically live alone. Um, then you can buy a whole loaf of bread and yeah. it doesn't mold. No, you just toast it up. Yeah, each time. just toast it up. Or if you're like me and you're not allowed to have a toaster here at the office because of a quote-unquote fire hazard, or maybe I'll have a toaster in here, but just don't tell me. There's anybody, a Foreman please. grill in there. I mean, anything somebody goes. Is, yeah, somebody has to be using that. I just throw it in the microwave, which is gross. Good call. Nah, but care. it works. I Warm bread is trailer. better than cold bread. Um, I also... I have noticed that my peanut butters have told me to refrigerate it lately. Depends. Organic ones, yes. But uh, why? I decided, even though I, I should not, learn my there's lesson. There's not uh, the same types of preservatives that yeah. are in it. But so Not only that, a lot of times they're a lot more not runny, actually, if you mix them. So I almost feel like it helps consistency as well, yeah. thicken up the butter. I don't know. The oil I will feel spoil. Like that feels so strange to put your peanut butter in the fridge. It does, yeah. but, the, but the oils in those can spoil. Just the same. I mean, you don't put olive oil in a refrigerator, but those things still can get get old and I get think stuff. the one of the things that you should be putting in the freezer that people Are the don't heads think of my about, enemies besides that one oh and uh oh, those go bad after a week Walt Disney's head um grapes have you ever had frozen grapes I yeah. bet that would be good in a cocktail it's just good to eat and crunch in general it's just me. It's a texture thing. I, li- I like the idea conceptually. I tried it out. Yeah. It's just I love grapes when they're ripe and fresh. I, I, I like them out of the fridge 
and fresh, yes. of course, where they got that coolness to them. I think maybe that's what you'd enjoy, too, about the freezer. But I want them to pop and just sort of explode in my mouth. Do you put your, of, your candy in the fridge or the freezer? Uh, that's a big thing, too. I don't eat a ton of candy, but I don't know. Do you put your junk in the freezer? Like just no, junk, he, junk food. He puts his junk in the trunk. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Reese's peanut butter cups are great in the fridge. Incredible. Yeah. That's the Not way you freezer, have to do it in, in Texas is sure. put everything in there. Oh, yeah. got to keep it from melting in your yeah. pantry. But you why is your fridge itself going to kill you? Uh, it's going to kill me because... I eat too much out of it. I, I eat too much out of it, and I also forget food that's in there, too. So whether or not I leave the food on the counter or I leave it in the fridge, oh, it man. always tends to go bad because... Um, this sounds like a good project for you. Since you enjoy planning, you can make Excel sheets for the food in the fridge that you can... Cut to end up meetings about it. You can eliminate it each week. Just don't, don't even put that idea in my head, please. The biggest blockbuster movie of the year, part of the Puss in Boots cinematic universe. Oh, wow, really? Now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. Listen, I get it. I watched Shrek 1. I liked it. I guess Puss in Boots is a part of it. Second, second one's pretty solid, too, man. Yeah, I, I think he doesn't show up till the second or third I movie. don't yeah. care about Puss in Boots, but apparently this is the this you is should. a hot thing. Yeah. Even adults like it. Yeah, everybody yeah. is loving this. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I think it's the, the final... Puss in Boots? Well, I don't know. Uh, this one's going pretty Puss well. The Puss Boots cinematic yeah, universe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never saw the Before first one. Before they go one. into the Puss in Boots multiverse. Right. Yeah. Before they all have to take on, uh, I don't know. Take on Thanos. 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 Yeah. King but the Conqueror's the new one in Marvel. Anyhow, go Anyways. on. Yes. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. It's an adventure comedy. And the reason why it came up on my radar is because I was on Twitter and I saw somebody share like a little clip of the opening sequence. Oh my God! Is the animation incredible? Yeah, they stepped it up. I feel like movies like uh, Spider Verse yes. and other things have really influenced a lot of other film, like animated films. I was about to comment awesome. on Spider Verse because the animation looks as good as Spider Verse mm. did. If you ever saw that, yeah, they're starting to add like old film techniques of yeah. playing with the the drop frame, the frame rates, and stuff to kind of yeah. add some some cool things to Style, it. Baby. People were, were also it. comparing the action scenes to kind of look like. If you ever watch the anime Attack on Titan, yeah, oh, wow. yeah. Really? Really? yeah, 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 where they're like flying through the air with, yeah. um, with all of their uh, yeah, weird. I forget what the gear is called. I forget yeah. what the gear is called too, but that would break your back, man. Yeah, but, <laughs> sorry, anyway. but that's what it looks like. And not only that, I've heard that people are like, yeah, I ne- I didn't even watch the first one, but after seeing so many people talk about it online, I went and watched the second one, and the storyline, I guess, is like. The first half of it, half, half, bleh, oh my gosh, I can't even talk about Puss in Boots. Uh, the first, I need to be careful with that first word too. Yes, yes. Um, the first half of the movie is Pussin. just talking about typical Puss in Boots, funny lore, whatever. Sure. And then the rest of the movie is just like, do you want to dive deep into your emotional trauma? Yeah. Let's this. talk about it. Dude, yeah. Oh, this is. I am Puss in Boots. Holy it. Hey, giant! Okay, dude, okay. and I just I'm, looked it up, Am. This I'm is only that. this is the only sequel, Puss in Boots. This is the second Puss in Boots film. Yeah, I thought this might have been the third one, so that's pretty wild. Yeah, dude. Antonio Banderas is Puss in Boots, which I Hell also yeah. find hilarious. Uh, awesome. Salma Hayek is in it too, and Florence Pugh. Uh, nice. John Mulaney also, mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman, uh, and yeah, it has currently it has a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's higher than Megan. That is, I, I think <laughs> it's higher than Avatar. Let me see. Let me see the new Avatar movie. I think technically, obviously, it's not grossing at the box office as well as uh, Avatar: The Way of Water, but. Yeah. It is. Avatar has a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right. Uh huh. And uh, Puss Boots, speaking. The Last Wish has a 96%. And it's PG, so I guess take your, your children to traumatize them with uh, the emotional yeah, things. Dan, they have uh, uh, Chris Pratt's in it, too. Where's the freaking gabagoo? Okay. <laughs> 
That's the wrong. Yeah, that, that ruined it. I, I found the wrong clip. Oh, I, I oh like yeah. Awkward. It's okay, man. Awkward. Uh, better look next time. I know. I shouldn't do that on the fly live. But no, I'm tempted. I kind of want to see it. You should go um, watch it. I'm a, I've been a fan of animation for a while, and I sort of suppressed it for a bit the past few years. But yeah. it's like, I'm a big old, big old cartoon guy for some reason. I am too. And I like the stuff. In this s- case, a cartoon. Because oh, he's a pussy. Uh, 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 well, let's go see it. Anyway, yeah, let's go watch it. The animation does look cool. You, that won me over immediately. And good yeah. description with Attack on Titan. Because mm-hmm. also the way they set up the villages very much looks like that. It's They kind of just ripped great. it off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Attack on Titan, yeah. the, one no. of the best animes ever. Yeah, it's no. great. I, I, yeah. I will say, to, to wrap up the nerd report, um, I... Thoroughly enjoyed Ghosts in the Shell. That's and a then solid one. I also, yeah. uh, one of my favorites was uh, the one where they could transmutate with the um, Full Metal Alchemist. That is that my favorite. Full Metal but Alchemist. it was so corny at moments. Like exactly. the lore right, and everything was great, point. but the corniness was too much. Full Metal my, Alchemist Brotherhood is the my, ultimate best. You also, might like the, a little Cowboy Bebop, the, ooh, the original show. It's pretty solid. Check out some Chainsaw Man. And That's one the more one coming thing out now. about uh, anime report. Japanime. Japanime. Is it weird that, uh, especially Full Metal Alchemist, but these. Shows seem to be fascinated with Nazi Germany in a lot of ways. There's a lot of like. Are you trying to throw some in conspiracy into this? I mean, oh, they were allies in Dub Dub too. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. One oh one X. Is Fredericksburg lame? Yes, Emily, it is. It's the leftovers where Emily recaps or brings up stuff that was left off the Morning X, her other show. It's not lame. It's just become way too kitschy, mm-hmm. touristy, shoppy sort of thing. Even though apparently there's a nice sword store down there. Sword store. Oh, sword good. Store, yeah. You've convinced me. I'm going to Fredericksburg now yeah. just for the sword store. Thank you. And as you know, with your uh, estate sale and garage sailing, sure. I will have you on retainer and, and give you a uh, an, an allowance to buy me stuff. So thank you. Oh, awesome. You. I will definitely do that. Uh, I ask this because so MLK Day, I just realized we have off. And yeah, I was like, what? Since when? I didn't realize that. Forever. Wow. I know. Yeah, it's I a national holiday. holiday. You know wow. what? I've only really been working a real job a real, yeah. for like <laughs> two years. All right. COVID <laughs> put me behind on my full time gig. So, um, but so this, this weekend, I don't have any big plans, even though I have three days off, which is so rare. So I, I'm kind of sad. I'm upset that I'm not going out and doing something. So I'm planning ahead. President's Day. We also have off. Yes. And that's coming up in February. Yeah, do what I do. Take a four-day weekend. Take yeah. that Friday off. Yeah, we'll see about that one. But I will at least have that three-day weekend under my belt. And so I'm thinking, what can I do with my friends to go out and, like, have a good time and kind of have a little, like, mini vacation, staycation yeah. that's Cele- not too celebrate crazy. Celebrate the president. So, uh, and automatically, yeah, automatically I always think Fredericksburg. And sure. I feel like I've been there a few times before and I've enjoyed it. But I think there might be some better options. Can I? Yeah, I was going to offer some uh, better options. Uh, why, first of all, why not Fredericksburg? It's like I said, it's just a little too touristy. It's a little too packed. It's. Uh, I guess the word has gotten around that Fredericksburg is the place to go for a little bit of wine or some. Uh, some yeah, sword, swords apparently. It's a little. Swords. It's a little Antiques. more soccer mom. Uh, Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Lockhart has uh, three of the best barbecue places in the state uh, with uh, Smitty's. Ch- not Chisholm Trail. Chisholm Trail is the fourth one. Uh, Smitty's, uh, Blacks, and Kreutz's. So you have great barbecue. Mm-hmm. Lockhart also has like actual antique stores in the downtown area that aren't like super pinup ceramic shops that you're going to find in Fredericksburg. So so uh, Lockhart. Um, Matt just flashed a sign that said "old people" in Fredericksburg. So old people. <laughs> yeah. So Lockhart. Really? Lockhart's uh, pretty close. It's just a. Uh, it's you know. 45 minutes at most down the toll road. Great barbecue. And the the shops and stores there are a little more like what you would find in a small town kind of thing. Uh, next. I, I'm, I'm sorry to jump in because I know it's not my oh, segment. But wow. I got to hey, let you know, nice Fredericksburg, you. it's old. Really? It's rude. Olds. Yo. Oh. Olds. Olds. Yeah. Uh, I would also add uh, possibly Wimberley to that. But mm-hmm. Wimber- Wimberley's maybe a little more summer fun hiking kind of place because there's creeks, well, there's ponds, there's pools. I mean, have uh, you seen our weather? Would be good for you. This is like normal people summer right now. 
Yeah, like this yeah. weather is. Um, there's a cold front coming in, but uh, Wimber Wimberley's a good one to kind of do more outdoorsy things yeah. and stuff like that. So wine uh, country, that's what I kind of want to do. So uh, I know Fredericksburg it, is normally else, the place. So wine country's but. like Dripping Springs area. There's a lot of wineries and things, but those are also old, rich, retired people yeah. who live in Bernie yeah. do that sort of stuff. Uh, Johnson City. Um, where the dam that uh, former state senator and later on President Johnson built a built a dam there that gave us power in no in, in rural Texas, but Johnson dam. City's a cool, fun little place to do. Uh, that's a bit more of a drive. Those are okay. a couple of my suggestions. What about San Antonio? Yeah, you can no. go to Riverwalk and go to Dick's Last Resort. Actually, uh, the no. Menenge Bar in San Antonio next to the Alamo is a cool place. It's where uh, Teddy Roosevelt recruited the Rough Riders. Riverwalk is still kind of fun. Sure. I mean, sure. but that's yeah. I, I feel like you more want to do like small town kind I of do. thing. I do. I want to do, well, actually, like I said, back to the wine thing. Seguin. Either like a wine a tasting, one. a whiskey tasting. I just Ooh, want people Bronco. to let me know where... Do they pour the heaviest? <laughs> oh, I just want to get tipsy with my friends well, gotta, on a little tasting. You got to chat up the wine person a little bit, and then there'll be a little friendly well, also, too. Usually, every one of the pours. the uh, the hill country wineries out there, um, they're going to have. You can buy pretty affordable bottles, and you can sit out there and drink. Yeah, That's so awesome. I mean, it's pretty stellar wine. Usually. You're not going to get a buzz off a of tasting, but you'll be able to buy a bottle and just hang out and just hang out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a the lot bottle. of a lot, so many uh, vineyards, and so I, I know this because my fiance's uh, parents love to take us to vineyards and stuff, and they cool. are all between Dripping Springs and New Braunfels. Nothing but vineyards. And if you go that area, and again, I'm going to recommend barbecue. Uh, the original Salt Lick is uh, out there. So. Yeah, Emily, you ever been to Buda, to the Cabela's down there? <laughs> to the Cabela's in Buda? That yeah, in and of itself is a day wow. trip. Yeah. What a President's Day. <laughs> Nothing more that I'd like to do than celebrate this country by hey, looking man, at American. Cabela's. Go celebrate Teddy Roosevelt. Don't they have, like, is that where they have all the fish? Do they have like a Cabetta's big fish tank rules. in the Cabela's? Or is that Bass they Pro have, Shop? They have stuffed animals. Sort of or not stuffed animals, oh. but they have literally like hunted animals. Yeah. They, have a whole jungle scene. they are stuffed. They so. are very <laughs> stuffed. Uh, man, what else? I, New Braunfels is cool, but I haven't been back in so long. I don't green know. Green is cool. Green, green, green yeah, is green. Cool. The historic green areas, but, that's but it's always very so crowded. small, compact. It's crowded, and it's also like shops, not antique shops and yeah. stuff like that. Because mm. I like going to where it's more kind of almost secondhand store kind of. Dude, Lockhart. I'm telling you, Lockhart's Lockhart? Lockhart's the place. All right, writing it down. Yeah. Let me find an Airbnb in Lockhart that hopefully also provides wine. We've made another list, Austin, Texas. Well, kind of, sort of. One of our little brothers and little sisters are on some of the hottest zip codes in the nation, according to Open Door Brokerages. People still really, really, really want to move here, but can't afford it, so they're moving to the outskirts. Surprisingly, the top two places, uh, somewhere I wouldn't think would be that hip, number one of the 20 nationwide hottest zip codes is Clarksville, Tennessee, Number two, Yukon, Oklahoma. Now, before you trash on those Okies, Yukon, very good high school football teams. And, you know, Tulsa's kind of has its own thing popping, too. Number three, Katy, Texas. Uh, Katy Mills, always uh, weird. New Braunfels is number four. Also good football team. Go Unicorns. And all the way down at number nine, right in our own area, where a lot of people are moving because they can't move here necessarily. Leander, Texas, the ninth hottest zip code in the nation, 78641. And I cannot uh, count on my hands how many friends I have that actually live in Leander. As a matter of fact, us Austin folks, probably around my age, can't even afford to move to Leander anymore because all the people with money in Austin bought everything up in Leander. But it has just become a massive sprawl of endless city. Cedar Park, Leander, once too small, kind of... Maybe Hickish Towns. I know Cedar Park has a reputation for being wild where those cedar cutters were and very country. But nope, now uh, some of the hottest zip codes in the nation. I know San Marcos was also uh, popping quite a bit for a while, but that's kind of slowed down. And a lot more people are trending towards areas closer to San Antonio and New Braunfels. Think basically just south of San Marcos 
all the way probably to like shirts, Texas, I guess, is an area that's really uh, popping, all the way from uh, Canyon Lake to Seguin. Those are the hot zip codes right now. So if you're going to move, move there quickly, squat on some real estate, and then sell it for millions and tens and thousands of dollars. But congratulations, Leander. The hottest zip code in the Austin area and the ninth hottest in the entire nation. We've done it. We've made it. We've sold out. Did you know? Did we know? You're ready to learn stuff. That's the segment just for that. Uh, Let's start right now. Did you know? Walgreens grew from 20 stores to over 400 stores during Prohibition in the 1920s and 30s. Obviously because people were focused on their health rather than drinking. No, it's because they were allowed to sell whiskey for medical purposes. Nice. So one of the first big grifts nice. where Walgreens grew. Uh, bootlegging. Matt, Guess you want to give us one? Yeah, speaking of uh, bootlegging, uh, do you know that... Uh, do, wait, what? Bootlegging? Said, do I know that... You, but did, yeah, go ahead. You, oh, but, I'm sorry. Did you know? Thank yeah. you. Sorry, thank guys, you. I forget them. He used the ridiculous voice. Did you know? It's the voice of truth. Uh, you can't find a coffee table. They didn't make coffee tables between 19 before 1920. Now, wow. they made tables, but they were all called, if you had a coffee, if you had a table in your living room, it was called a cocktail table. Yeah, bitch. Alcohol became illegal. Prohibition. People started serving coffee when their guests would come over, and so they started renaming cocktail tables Coffee, coffee table. Interesting. Mm. In my, uh, did you know, in my fraternity house, we didn't have coffee tables either. Uh, we just had places to do blow. <laughs> <laughs> Not a creative name, but yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> CD cases, mirrors, coffee tables, whatever. All right, here we go. Did you know the guy who invented the slinky? Name not here. Had a nervous Mr. breakdown. Mr. Slinky. His name was Car- yeah, Carl Slinky. So he had a nervous breakdown. Because his toy would stop halfway down the stairs <laughs> and get tangled. I yeah, would man. too. It's a bad invention. Got tangled in the, the, the couch blanket. What the hell? Uh, the guy who invented it. Uh, he moved to Bolivia to be a missionary or possibly join a cult. Details are sketchy, but he left his company to his wife. Never came back. Huh. Why would you? Don't know. Well, I like that his name's not included here too. He's much more of a mystery. Oh man! Did that, you that's, know that story isn't fun for a girl or a boy? <laughs> Neither's the damn toy. So you ever had a slinky? It lasts about one session playing with that's it, it. That's if it. even that. Did you know a chocolate ice cream was invented before vanilla ice cream? Hell yeah! I actually, did know that. And did yeah. you know the poop emoji? On our phones, not Spencer's, because he has an Android. Uh, the poop emoji is actually supposed to be chocolate ice cream. It's just been co-opted by the youth. Why do you think I have different emojis than you guys? Because you do, because you have green text. That was supposed to be chocolate ice cream? Yeah. Well, man, why did they make it look like a pile of poop? Like Mr. Hanky. I mean, they I, literally yeah. made it look directly yeah. like... Plus, who puts a pile of ice cream directly on like a, the ground? Like, is what it appears to be looking like. I'll be honest with it you. It fell I, off the cone. I love ice cream, and I would eat ice cream directly off the ground. Oh. They, I would be... I'm in, not judging. I would be in incredible shape right now if it wasn't for beer and ice cream. Those are the two things that really, <laughs> really have held me back Same. in life. Did you know? Let's hear it. Mr. T picked his name, uh, picked that as a stage name because he said white people would disrespect family members by calling them boy. It was a regular slur in the South for a very long time. Uh, So he decided to make sure everyone called him Mr. And boy, did they pity the fool. I pity the fool. I love Mr. T. He is one of my favorites. As a kid... Loved him. One of my favorites of all time. I still like it when he appears in a commercial somewhere. It makes me really excited. (laughs) He's like, hey, get some insurance or your life insurance. Yeah, Uh, okay. Whatever you say. Dude, and his whole get up, the gold chains, the Native American feather uh, earrings, the mohawk. mohawk. I do feel bad because as he's aged and he's lost some bone density, he's had to reduce his chain count, if you've noticed. It's heavy. Yeah. 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 Shut the Heck up! Here we are on today's person behaving badly, where together as a group we shall render a verdict as to who the title shall belong to. Now, Spencer, myself, 
Usually doing the work, but you can too. 835-1015. Who is today's person behaving badly? Text in. Let us know. There's more COVID. There's another variant. Yeah. XBB 1.5 is here, ladies Aww, and gentlemen. That's a cute one. Yay. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because our radio friends, they love doing silly morning shows and having a fun. As we say, our catchphrase is, we like to have fun here. That we do. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to check out some of these radio parody songs because we don't always have the time to do our own. Ours, specifically yours, made by you, are much, much better and higher quality than even the songs we play here on this station. I like just, It sounds like Phil on. Spector recorded them. Don't, come on, man. You're just trying to make me blush. That I am. We can <laughs> uh, pimp our website, 101x.com slash CJ, to listen to Spinny's tune. Anyhow, let's check out this COVID variant quarantine. I coughed, I sneezed, I could not breathe. What could this be? I thought this COVID virus thing was through. Those folks in China thought that it was too. I'm fully vaccinated, doing everything right. So why am I infected with XBB 1.5? Quarantining one more time. XBB 1.5. I'm sick of all this job. There you go. Mm. Another morning show quarantine parody song. All right. That was safe and it didn't, you know, it didn't upset anybody. Makes us feel nice and <laughs> It did upset people. Oh, who? It upset me because it is a lame ass, dorky, easy parody song. Could I do it? No, I mean, I couldn't, but I'm just saying uh, that could be today's person behaving badly, but it's not. Okay. I'm going to go on the fly here as Supreme Court badly justice and say, Today's person behaving badly, people behaving badly, are those who still use the term the jab. It has become more annoying than any other internet term, even Riz, which is brand new. That one's too new, yeah. But the jab is what people call it when you've had the COVID boosters or the initial uh, vaccination. And it's just become this thing where it's like, yeah, but I done got the jab. You got the jab. I say you got the jab. But I will see things on the internet that have nothing to do with anything, and somehow in the comments it is termed, well, they had the jab. They got the jab. They, they got the jab well, from Obama. Uh, uh, they're going to say something else in that place anyway. I mean... It's just uh, weird let, to me uh, that... Let them throw out their half-assed research with a half-assed, you know, insults. saying. You know? The problem I have is that the if we're going to break this down into... It almost, it just, the, the weird thing to me is it sounds like it's old people trying to make something not cool sound cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's go to the brary instead of the library or something. Hey, man, did you get the jab? Yeah, the jab's cool, right, young one? It's just these... <laughs> Internet talking point words, they're so mm-hmm. <sighs> soy boy is one. Uh, Cuck was a big one for a while, but it's like hot for a minute, and then it just becomes the generic same insult again and again and again. And well, what, what frustrates you, me what is... What do you want people with poo branded to do? Use their own words and think of their own thoughts? Listen, I guess it is repetition, and that's what is made. If we break this down into the uh, paradigm of left and right, the right is thoroughly in control. They have better messaging. They have better thought control process. And even though they've thoroughly been in control, at least since Nixon, maybe even more... They constantly play the martyr. They are 10 steps ahead in the game. And I guess by repeating these things, which is yeah. what happened with Roger Ailes, Fox News, repeat, repeat, repeat. You would have talking points of things you would go with all damn day to where you hear it so much it just becomes true. Yeah, it's like a, jing- it's like a jingle for but a commercial. But if they're so creative, can't they come up with some more creative terms and insults? No. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> that's our, not where their creativity lies. I guess our brains are just messed up because we got the J. Yay! Stop drinking, you dumb piece of <clears throat> Okay, sorry, that was a little harsh. Uh, mm-hmm. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where we read the listicles, the trends, the things from the internet. And if you don't want to click on them, you can hear them here. Five good things that happen to your body when you give up alcohol only for a month. Oh, 
I want to say congratulations to me because I have I'm in the longest streak I've ever been without drinking alcohol. That's awesome. About three months. A month was the longest streak, so it's not like I really have yeah. uh, that much to beat. But you've, I you've in tripled, my life you've tripled your record though. I don't think I've gone this long since I was like 14, probably. Yeah, yeah that's um, that's great. But there are a lot of good things that happen to your body. Yeah, you, you want to know skinny. what? Uh, number one, your big old floppy dong gets longer. No, you can't. I think I need some proof you, on that okay, one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, show, us, show us the details. Emily, close your eyes. No. Okay. Us. Show us. <laughs> Emily, turn around. No. Oh, oh, close. Eyes closed. There's no proof in that. Eyes closed. Look how small I'm that is. What is I'm not peeking at all. Okay. Um, oh, good. All right. I will say if you lose weight, it does. It does. Help. Well, yeah, uh, that, no, that, for that, reals now. Enough. Uh, I just try to squeeze in as many of those jokes as I can because <laughs> people, yeah. people got to hear blah, blah. Well, they can't, uh, they can't fit anywhere. Uh, never mind. It's going to make a big. <laughs> Forget it, forget it. Spencer, this is medical science, okay, on Clickbait Quarter. We sure. need to get to the seriousness of sure. what happens to your body when you give up alcohol for a month. Dry Number one, January. you might decrease your risk of cardiovascular disease. When you drink to excess, uh, the way alcohol is metabolized can produce free radicals, yeah, brah, and increase your bad cholesterol, and that can lead to clogged arteries. Ah, so you, you're telling me... Heart attacky. If I, uh, yeah, if I, if I keep drinking, then I will just need to eat Cheerios all the time because they also help with your heart. to balance it out. That's so if, right. I, if I pour whiskey into That's my good, Cheerios yeah. and eat it's it like null. cereal, then it's fu- yeah, exactly <laughs> it's it cancels out. So Correct. good. Uh, might reduce your risk of cancer, according to a government report. That sounds legit news. <laughs> that's, that's a quick clickbait. I love would say. the government report. Uh, according to a report by Harvard, blah, 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 and then link it. But no, government report. There are links between alcohol consumption and several types of cancer. Uh, the big ones that make sense, liver, uh, esophagus, esophagus. Uh, uh, but also breast, uh, colon, and many, many other more are listed. Um, just a month, a month without drinking. Here on Clickbait Corner, you might lose weight. It's not just the alcohol's calories you'll be cutting. It's also the sugar from things like mixed drinks, mm-hmm. which, with the exception of this time, every time I've gone a month without alcohol, I've gained weight because a lot of people will tell you where you drop that, your body starts craving sugar, and yeah. you snack a lot more, and you eat a lot more candy. That's what I've been doing that. this past month. It's awful. Oh, dude, I, I, I thought know. that it would be the opposite of like, oh, you don't have the munchies, the late night. No. Really? You get them. You get cravings much, much more because mm. uh, drinking alcohol a lot actually makes you not want to eat. Yeah, I guess suppresses um, that. Yeah. Uh, you might lose weight. That's number three in Clickbait Corner. Number four, you might sleep better, and that's absolutely true. Absolutely. At first, it's really hard, but because alcohol does make you make you fall asleep, your body is processing it. It's fighting yeah. the battle all night long. It's bad sleep. You could be happier is number five, the final one of five good things that happen to your body when you give up alcohol. Uh, it's a depressant. It can cause people to feel negative, has bad True. mental side effects. So giving it up for a month might make you feel happy. Are you guys I like, happy? I like how all these are like basically with an asterisk. Might. 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 They're all just well, might. It's clickbait, not science. Uh, I will say just personally, the bags mm-hmm. under my eyes look better. My fiance says I don't have a distant, dead look in my eyes. Oh. Right. Uh, You're getting better sleep. You have a better color to your skin as well. The skin, so yeah. It's not necessarily, it's not rosacea, but it's a very similar. You have bigger open pores. You have redness. Mm-hmm. Like you can do, you can look up what kind of alcohol. Well, yeah. You, and people with heart issues as well will have like a redder, like more flushed yeah, face. Yeah. So when I wonder I, when, if that ties in. When I think of alcoholic face, I think of uh, who was the Soviet premier, not Mikhail Gorbachev, Boris mm, Yeltsin. Yes. Boris Yeltsin had that like very red, just looked like he'd been drinking. Hey, why are you rolling your eyes at Boris Yeltsin? You don't like him? Uh, no, I'm, uh, I love him. He wasn't a Soviet premiere. <laughs> <laughs> Love Boris Yeltsin. There you go. Yeah. So uh, now that I've gone a month, I'm I'm gonna have to make up for it. Let's celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's celebrate. Want to go out for drinks, guys? More from CES. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. 
Is it weird? Is it wired? We're talking about the Consumer Electronics. I want to say symposium. That sounds better, but it's a it's showcase. Just show. It's just show, yeah. What weird, wacky invention do we have today, man? Yeah, I started telling you about it last week. If you haven't heard, the Consumer Electronics Show happens every year. I love it. Not to find out what cool electronic gadgets we're getting, but what lame electronic gadgets someone is trying yes. to get us to care <laughs> about, right? Uh, let's go straight to something really, 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 really goofy. Kohler, you might recognize that name if you're ever in somebody's uh, fancy bathroom. They usually have something from Kohler. Kohler makes nice sinks, nice uh, toilets, okay. uh, fancy, futureful, uh, and they make some really high-end stuff as well. They introduced the Sprig shower system. It's an aromatherapy shower system. They say it's like mm. a spa in the bathroom yeah, with a natural okay. shower infusion. It uses so a pod. It uses a pod system, just like you might have with a Keurig K cup kind of thing. <laughs> okay. You put these pods in a little container. The water runs through it, and it says, "Hey, it gives us some really nice aromatherapy smells in the shower." So it's spraying you with chemicals. Um. Yeah, soap. Ah, in the eye, in the no, face. No, but we already have soap. In I'm the saying, bathroom. why do you need anything to smell in the bath? The, yeah. the shower smell. I'm using soap. I smell something right. already. What but, is this? <laughs> this is fixing a problem that nobody, nobody ever said, oh, there's not Dude, enough smell in here. So, anesthetics is one of the most important inventions of the uh, human lifetime. We all know that from that stoner movie. Did you just say antiseptics? Anna, Anesthet- yeah. anis- antiseptics. Okay. Uh. Yeah, this is sort of uh, dorky. I don't get it. It's yeah. $140 for the shower system. No. And then they charge you $24 for these pods that you're popping in there. No, thanks. And this, those are in themselves very wasteful and yeah, bad. It, it's the most ridiculous thing. I don't even understand why it exists, and I'm upset. But, Ooh, just- <laughs> but my friends, do not panic. It gets even better, okay? Oh no! You won't. Even, you'll have forgotten the words Kohler Sprig in the next thirty seconds. All right, hit me. The block cutting board. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. yes. A seven hundred dollar cutting board Ooh. that comes with a screen. What? A thirteen by twenty inch display. And then what? you connect to your Bluetooth. Wait. And then a $39 a month subscription. Huh. So you can call up a recipe and follow along. It's called having a it's smartphone. It's called YouTube. And Everybody a has a phone yeah. and YouTube. $700 to buy and like, a cutting board. Which why you does can, it have to be attached just to the cutting board? Because. Wealthy people are so bored, they don't even know what to spend their money on, I'm guessing. First of all, (laughs) a cutting board that's $700. Yeah. Secondly, (laughs) better be made out of like rare ivory. No, it's not. It's prehistoric wood. It's a maple (laughs) cutting board. Uh, It's ridiculous. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's called the block, B L O K. Oh my God, they didn't even spell it all the way. That's trendy. <laughs> so dumb. Well, I hope you enjoy. Those are the today's two. And it just keeps getting better for the rest of the. Oh, I'll oh give you God. one more. I'll oh give God. you one Please more. Please do. Are you ready? Oh, my. Um, how about the LG Electronics Mood Up? That is, um, do you like stainless steel appliances? Do you like white, black? What what color do you like on your appliances? Ah, whatever. <laughs> How about the Still LG customiz- customizable light-up refrigerator? The front, you get to choose what colors it is. Hell yeah. You like this? Yeah. You can also create a light show, and it dances. I'm there, baby. 190,000 color combos that you can have. Plus, you can choose moods like season, place, healing, and pop. I love that. Dude, they're taking all the goofy ideas that Tesla put in their car, like a fart in a yes, machine. Yes, yes, yes. they're just putting them on like well, well everywhere I, else now. I love furniture and appliances that you could change the color with the season and mood. It's almost like Cloud Atlas where they have those movies in, in Nuo, South Korea, Neo Seoul, where, where you have an entire room that's blank and then suddenly all of it changes. To- Why not just put a black light in the, ref- in a, in the corner? Show on KROX FM Pew to Austin 101X.